A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Chakra Way Meditation Podcast. Today I'm talking to Amy Stein and Amy is a herbalist Um, and we talk in this episode really about, um, about plant medicine and about the importance and the significance of this beautiful modality of caring for the body with plants and there's long been in my mind something that somebody said a while you know it's 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 out there the common knowledge that the universe this planet has everything we need on it already to heal ourselves in the same way that you have everything within you that you need to achieve what you want this planet holds everything already naturally on planet earth that we need to heal ourselves and amy was just the perfect person to talk to about all of this kind of beautiful healing and she's talking about you know like really is an alternative to western medicine and alternative medicine always sounds so woo-woo and crap but it's not it we will need to embrace it as ancient medicine because that's what it is it's what the shamans it's what you know the generations thousands of years ago were using so i feel like this is an important conversation and it was a lovely one so i hope you enjoy Hi everybody, welcome to the Chakra Way Meditation Podcast. Um, so today I'm with the lovely Amy Stein and we're both battling with our noisy dogs this morning, which is why I'm laughing. Um, now Amy is a herbalist, an energy medicine educator, a breathwork facilitator and um, all around very interesting person. So I'm delighted. Welcome, Amy. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Roseanne. I'm happy to be here. Yes, and the dogs will probably put in their appearances later on again. <laughs> that's that's the that's real world life for you. Exactly, it's real life. Amy, listen, I'm really interested by your approach because um, you've got your. I mean, first of all, you've got quite a journey you uh, the, to where you get to where you are now. So I always think it's really interesting just to hear a little bit about why you why you do what you do and how you came to do it. Yeah, so I did like a complete 180 because I was raised like many of us that, you know, if you're sick, you go to the doctor and they fix you. And I actually worked in that Western medical model. I believed in it. I was a medical researcher and I was working with chronic pain patients. And I began to resemble my patients who were geriatrics. And I was in my mid 20s and I was like, hmm, something's going on here. What's happening? And what I didn't put together at that point was throughout my whole childhood, I, my body had been giving me messages in the form of symptoms, right? So I always had physical complaints. I always had migraines and stomach aches and body pain, and I didn't understand what it was. And when my parents would take me to the doctor, 
the doctors would just say it's nothing. It's growing pains. It's stress. It's anxiety. She doesn't want to go to school. You know, she doesn't want to do things. She's using it as an excuse, right? So I wasn't believed as a child that there was anything wrong. Mm -hmm. And so it taught me to not tell people when there was something wrong. And it taught me to not trust the messages from my body because it kind of got me in trouble, right? Like it was like, oh, why should we just take you to the doctor if there's nothing wrong? And so it reinforced this this idea that my body was broken, but I couldn't talk to people about it, right? And, and so in turn, I internalize that as I'm broken because I'm different from everybody else. And I want to fit in because if you don't fit in, that's a bad thing, right? In our society, to be different is not viewed as a good thing. And so it felt really, I felt really alone. I felt really scared. And so I just conformed myself to fit in so that I didn't feel as different. And that meant ignoring the messages from my body. And so, you know, the hard part in that is in our society, we're not, there is no more ritual, right? There's not a ritual of you learn how to trust that, that inner knowing that intuition, like no one talks about that anymore. And back in the day, like that was something that was revered, like your connection to something bigger than you, your connection to mother nature, you, the idea that you could understand these messages and relate them in the everyday world. Right. So in the past, people like me who were highly sensitive were revered. We were the medicine women. We were the shamans. We were the people that kept everyone safe. Right. Like we could predict when weather was coming, our body would tell us and we would know that something was coming. Hello. Yes. (laughs) Yes. The goddess. Right. And so we were revered, but in our modern day society, we're not revered. We're the weird people that can smell things, that can sense things, that don't want to eat certain foods, that don't want to wear certain clothing, that don't want to go certain places, right? Because we are hyper vigilant to energies that are in existence around us, but because you can't see them, people think it's not real, mm-hmm. right? Oh, it doesn't exist then. And so we grew up with this idea that there's something wrong with us and we need to conform in order to fit in. And so you know, I'll just speak about this briefly, but everybody has these experiences, right? They may not have them to the same degree that I had them to, but we all grow up with needs and they're not always met, right? Because even if you had an ideal childhood, your parents are human and there's no way they could have met all of your needs 100% of the time. So when we don't have needs that are met, a wound is formed. And the body's idea, the body, the way it was designed was to keep you safe. So it forms a protector, right? Like a shield. And this protector takes on personality traits. So you can maybe become the victim. You may become an aggressor. You may become someone who is an addict. You may become somebody who is the comic relief, right? You may become codependent. You may binge watch or numb out. Like these are all patterns that we all have to an extent and degree it it varies because we're all unique but we, we no one has escaped this right like yeah. no one has escaped going it's through like, life and having these. the issue is go ahead sorry it's just such an obvious thing but it's such a comforting thing to right. hear it's such an important thing to yes. reinforce that like yes. whatever it is that you are whether it's a you know codependent or a you know addict or a whatever it's so important to understand that that came from somewhere, you know, that was sort of mm-hmm. in you rather than, you know, it's your fault or it's a defect. In right. You. Right. Nobody's perfect. Exactly. Exactly. It's, you know, Bruce Lipton talks about these, these programmings, these beliefs that we inherit by age seven. So it's a lot of ancestral, you know, you're, your parents inherited programs from their parents, their culture, their society. It's yeah. passed down generation to generation. And what happens is, it makes it hard to question something different, right? So, cause you grow up in these paradigms of how it's supposed to be, how life's supposed to go, what it's supposed to look like, what, what you're supposed to do, how you're supposed to act, right? So when you go against that, society says, no, that's bad, right? So difference again, difference is punished. And so we grow up like, oh, we can't do that. And that may not actually feel good to your body because your body wants you to do something different or your soul wants you to do something different, but society says, no, that's bad, right? So we kind of hide our purpose. We we feel like we can't share that because it's too different and we don't want to be different because that's scary because the tribe would have left us back in the day, right? Like, so yeah. s- difference is still equated to survival in our society. Yeah. But 
this is something that I was just writing a post about is, so why is it when someone makes a difference, they're revered, right? So if you go back in history and you look at all the people that it said have made a difference, they're revered, right? Like they're looked up to, we still talk about them, but they were different. It's the same root word, right? It's still to be, to differ, Yeah. but it's revered to make a difference, but to be different is still viewed as a bad thing. Why is that? Right? Like, so it's about having that curiosity of just because you were raised a certain way, or you have this belief system of that, I'm sick, I go to the doctor, they fix me. Mm. And when that doesn't work, rather than getting down on yourself, which is what we do, we judge, you know, we self blame, we spiral, guilt spiral, shame spiral, whatever, right? We should on ourselves. What if you just thought, well, maybe the belief system is wrong, rather than me? Well, we don't do that. We don't do that. That's far too uncomfortable. That's far too challenging. And it's far too, isn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like. So this is what led me to having, yeah, to do that. I feel like that community of people who are in other, you know, I suppose because you and I, we kind of immersed ourselves in that community, but it feels to me like there is a burgeoning a number of people who are happy to embrace that other and and think outside the box and understand the um the the sort of the more subtle the more uh outre <laughs> parts of the universe for sure so so how so you came from this you know you were a medical researcher you'd had all these issues and so on so what was it that flipped the switch for you that took you into this into a herbalist energy medicine um way of life so basically it was just I was sick of being on the merry-go-round of seeing all the different doctors and not getting a diagnosis or getting conflicting diagnoses and that with what they wanted me to do the protocol the medication it didn't work if anything I got sicker and so it was a few years of being on the merry-go-round again looking outside of myself for the answers, looking to somebody else to fix me because that's what we're taught to do. Mm -hmm. And so I was in that belief system of I'm going to do all the things I was taught to do. You know, I'm going to go to the doctor because I'm broken. They're going to fix me. I'm going to take the medication. And so even though it did not feel good to me and I knew that it was not working, it was really hard to get away from that. But it was just, it kind of happened where I got to the point where I was at a doctor's office and the treatment that they proposed to me was so radical. They told me they were going to give me chemotherapy and kill my entire immune system. And we'll just hope it goes back, grows back. And he was so flippant about it. And this is a, yeah. And this was like a very, this is a very, I mean, he's still in practice. This is a very well-known doctor. I mean, I live in New York, so I, I, you know, you throw a rock, you hit a doctor in New York, right? There is not like, you know, we have an abundance of doctors and this is a very well-known doctor. And that was the point where I, I looked to my mother and I said, I'm not doing that. Like I'm desperate, but I'm not that desperate. I don't have cancer. So this idea of being flippant of like, we're just going to kill your entire immune system with chemotherapy and hope it grows back. I'm good. Like I'm done. And I remember in the car ride home saying to her, like, yeah, right? Like, it's crazy. But but that was what I needed. because That's what I needed to get me off that merry-go-round. And unfortunately, sometimes that's what we need. We need that, like, kick in the gut. Like, this is so wrong. How else can I tell you that this is wrong, right? Like, I needed this doctor to say that to me. And I was like, nope, that's a hard no. Like, I'm not that desperate. If I'm going to die, I'll die on my own terms. I'm not going to die from chemotherapy. And it was that point where I had been questioning it the whole time. And anytime I would question it, the doctors would say, you know, basically I know better. I went to medical school. You did not. And I said, well, how come you're not educating yourself on these, these situations? How come I'm the one doing the research and how come you're only giving me 15 minutes and you can't figure this out. Right. So then I was viewed as non-compliant because I was questioning their authority. And it got to the point I sat my family down after that appointment. I said, I'm done. I'm really sorry. I know this upsets you, but I'm I'm not doing this anymore. This does not feel good to me. This is not working. And I'm going to find another way. And if I don't, I don't. I've made my peace with that. And so that was like the, the point where of no return, right? Like, so I was desperate, but I was still willing to trust myself over any of the doctors, 
doctors mm -hmm. because I, they had traumatized me, right? Like of not having a diagnosis. I wasn't being believed. I wasn't being heard. It was this whole, again, repeat of my childhood, not being seen, not being heard, not being believed, not being able to trust the doctors to help me. And I felt really alone, but I thought, you know what? I know how to do research. I've been reading all along. Yeah, I have really bad brain fog and I, I can't get out of bed, but I can still read and I can make some notes when I my brain is functioning. And so I began to do that. And that was when I was led to plant medicine. And so, you know, people will laugh and they'll say, you know, the universe, God, source, spirit, whoever you identify with, right, will lead you when you're open to being led. Like you'll, there will be signs that will come through. Like people say like the threes, you'll get, you know, someone will say, take, read this book, three different people will tell you, right? So I started getting these signs that I was on the right track, right? So it was kind of also where I began to understand this connection with my intuition and working with my body. I was still trying to do a lot of it in my head and I call that manic healing, right? So like, let's do it all. Mm -hmm. And then if that's working, let's do more of it, right? But it doesn't actually work that way. You actually overwhelm the system. But you think like, oh, it's got to work. So I'll just keep doing more of it, right? This is, again, it's this manic healing in the brain because it's, it's in our society, we're so disconnected to the body and the spirit. Like we literally like, you know, I went to the doctor. They were like, oh, you're crazy. There's nothing going on. Or your picture is not complete. So we don't know what to call you. Right. So there's two extremes. There's no middle ground. There's yeah. no gray. It's black and white. And so for me, I was like, I know I'm not crazy. And so now I know, you know, 10 years later, that the body will show signs of imbalance and disease before lab work will pick them up. Yeah. Because lab work is based upon people who are sick to begin with. Right. Yes. So, like, if you're not at that point yet, yeah. the parameters are not based upon a healthy person because people who go get lab work done are not healthy people for the yes, most part, exactly. right? Yeah. 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 So this whole, so it, it began like the, to see how the system was broken really became really apparent to me. And I had seen it when I was working with patients, but then to experience it on my own at such a young age, I was like, this is horrendous. I can't believe this is happening. And the more research I did, I saw that plant medicine had been around for thousands of years, right? So Ayurveda, indigenous medicine, traditional Chinese medicine, but no one was talking about that. And I was like, why? This obviously works. It's been around this long. Why is nobody talking about this? Yeah. And so as this, as I studied more of that and I began to make my own herbal formulations, I began, I was already growing my own garden and my own food and, you know, in the summertime, but I began to grow plants that were fitting more in, in aligned if what I wanted to balance in my body. So the way, if, if the listeners don't understand, so the way that traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurveda work is that you, it's, you look at what's out of balance and you do the opposite to bring it back into balance, right? So if you're practicing herbalism properly, that's how you practice herbalism. So you don't just say, I have a headache, what should I take? Because that's Western medicine. That doesn't work. Yeah. It's everyone is unique and each plant is unique. So I want to work with my body to bring it back into balance rather than giving myself more of something that I don't need, which is going to make it even more out of balance. Mm -hmm. So as I begin to understand the science of it and I use myself as a guinea pig, right? Like, so not everybody wants to do that. I get that, right? But there are people out there who understand these systems and can mm -hmm. assist you in that route. I just didn't find someone that I trusted that I could feel like could hold me in that arena. I trusted myself more. And am, am I right in thinking? So that you, was why I did it myself. Yeah, I, I totally understand that. And you, you, I mean, that must be the best learning, you know, route for sure. Yeah. So just like to, because you're feeling the effect that you're having on yourself rather than relying on somebody else. How do you feel? And they go, well, I feel, I think I feel like anyway. But what I wanted to ask was, so am I right in thinking? And I know a vague, you know, a small amount about um, Ayurveda, uh, Ayurvedic medicines and treatments and so on, and, and also Chinese. And the thing that they have in common, am I right, is that they are based on sort of elemental things. So it's based around w water, fire, heat, cool, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. th those kind of things. So how do you then equate that through into plants? I mean, I suppose like, if like for in my basic knowledge of this, I'm going to take mint as an example, like peppermint mint mm -hmm. plant pepper, mm -hmm. is, is a cooling thing. Yeah. So mm -hmm. if you're feeling like mm -hmm. a, 
fever. You cool it with something mm-hmm. cool like a. Med- yes. I mean, that's just yes. a really basic off the top yes. of my example. Yes. Right, right, right yes. on the track. No, that's on the right track. Yeah, it's every plant has a different constitution, right? So Ayurveda talks about constitutions. You have your vata, which is dry and airy right? You have your uh, pitta, which is hot and fiery, like fire. Then you have kapha, which is like wet, damp, heavy, right? Traditional Chinese medicine, they have the elements, they have the wood, the water, the fire, the air and metal, right? So the, it, it's very similar. And indigenous yeah. medicine is similar too. But it's also again, like you said, it's a balance. So in our society, uh, our body does not recognize pharmaceuticals because it's artificial it's chemicals right and the plants if they did come from plants like back in the day aspirin came from willow bark but it was not the whole plant so the plant was doctrinated and again chemicals were introduced john d rockefeller was the one who changed modern day medicine in the in the early eight late 1800s early 1900s because he he was a big oil guy and he could make money so he introduced petroleum and pharmaceuticals you know, that, that was his thing. And he got us away from naturopath uh, and Ayurveda and traditional Chinese medicine and, you know, natural healing, homeopathy. So when you look, it's called medical astrology. So what you do is you're looking at the properties of each plant. So as you said, perfectly, if I have a fever and I feel really hot, I want a cooling plant to balance that out. But what we don't understand in our society, and homeopathy talks about this a lot, and it's something that I'm really passionate about, is that we need to trust that the body is designed to heal and that the body knows better than the mind. So mm-hmm. a lot of people will freak out if they have a fever and they will take, or if their kid has a fever, they will give them you know, children's Tylenol or something to reduce the fever. Yeah. The fever is the body's way of healing itself and rebalancing itself. Yeah. And it's trying to get rid of the toxin. It's literally right? And that's how it's going to do it. It's going to make you sweat. Exactly. It's burning it off. And so we don't understand in our society that the symptoms are actually, you've already been sick. The symptoms is the body's way of getting rid of the virus, the bacteria, whatever that is, right? The disease. And when, so we don't address the root cause of what's actually happening and we try to just put a bandaid on it, right? So it actually doesn't help the body. It actually just causes more stress. So when you practice proper plant medicine, right? So like the example I give all the time and nothing against this, but when I was introduced to a so take peppermint and that's not correct because if I'm always cold and if I have a lot of moisture in my body, peppermint is not going to help me. I would need something like ginger, which is warming. Mm. There's not a lot of education a lot of it comes like this fat. I wasn't going to go about it half-assed. Like I wanted to do it the right way so that I could get better. And so that's how I began to understand it. So medical astrology, each plant is corresponding to a planet. So you can look at these planets and see what their properties are. And that the plants typically have those same properties. And then you look at your own constitution to see how you can balance it out. And so you can make it much more simple, right? But what I was doing was I was taking combinations of basically the more I did it, and the, the way to do it is to really understand how the plants work and how they work with your body. Because again, it's an individual approach, right? So I never tell somebody, I did this, this is what you should do. Because yeah. that's not right. Mm-hmm. Because we're all different. And we're all going to respond differently. We all have different needs. And our bodies are all have something that they need individually in order to balance balance right and that's all the body is designed to do it's it's designed to heal and it's designed to keep us in balance but we get in the way of that by the food we eat you know by the toxins we're exposed to the toxins we willingly put on our bodies right in personal care beauty products in in home cleaning products you know the air fresheners the laundry soap the dish soap like all of that is filled with lots of chemicals and the issue now is that a lot of these companies that were actually doing it properly with not a lot of chemicals got bought out by big companies because the big companies saw that they were making profits and they wanted in on that and they changed the formulations and they greenwash the label and just say like, oh, free and clear. It's still good. It's not because mm-hmm. the products 
when they were initially made were expensive for a reason because those products didn't have chemicals in them and and the natural products cost more to make a lot of the times because there is no preservatives or chemicals and so they'll greenwash the label and if you don't check the label and know how to read labels you're reintroducing chemicals thinking you're doing something good for your family and so it i had to learn how to read labels too and when i started doing this there wasn't a lot of products out there so i had to make them myself and I don't tell people they have to do that. Like I, I tell them they can go to the environmental working group and they can go on there and they can check out the products they're currently using and compare them to cleaner, healthier products out there. Because there is a lot of more products out there now. So it is a lot easier, but you have to do your homework, right? It's not a, it's not a one and done. It's a, like, I'm con if I'm buying something that I did not make, I'm constantly checking the labels because things change yeah. and companies get bought out and and you may not do well with the, the constitutional makeup of that product right so again it's like trial and error but ultimately it's being aware of what you're putting in and on your body so if you're choosing to go the medication route it's being aware of what you're putting into your body and that your body may be responding with additional symptoms because it's trying to tell you this is not working Right. And and then when I when I had that and I went to the doctor, they told me to take more medication because that's the answer they'll give you because they don't understand. So yeah. they'll just tell you to take more medication or we'll switch you to another we'll switch you to another drug. That's not the answer. So I had to do a lot of that myself. The good thing is now, you know, 12, 15 years later, there are a lot more people like me who have been through and so you know lessons I learned on my healing journey, right? And a, and a lot of it is an unlearning. It's unlearning my belief system that I was raised with. It's unlearning the programming. It's unlearning the systems that I lived under that don't work for me anymore. Mm. And it's the courage to try something different. And there's been such a, a programming of, of society towards just you don't know anything about yourself. Let us tell you. Let us be the experts. We are, we've got our white coats and the letters after our names. And so we're the ones to trust. And so this, this idea of actually tuning in and listening to your body seems uh seems like crazy town to 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 you know the majority of the western world you know i mean if you i'm sure you've done your obviously you know research but you know if you go to india or if you go to china they're not going you know i mean yes there is obviously there's a place for for western style medicine absolutely and some absolutely mm -hmm, there's mm -hmm. however for your everyday just sort of like getting through the aches and pains of life you will go to fix up you know the chinese have you know, not only do they have a base, their basic medicine is herbal, you know, before the Western type stuff, but they also use the acupuncture, which taps directly into the energy um, meridians or nadis, as, as a yin, you call them. Um, and they understand that the, the, the body health, you know, comes from from a balance of all of the all of the elements that we're made up of. And we're made up of so much. And that the emotional side of life is so impactful on our bodies. And, and that's the one thing that drives me crazy about that. You know, when you, you can take mm -hmm. your stomach ulcer or your, you know, um, irritable bowel syndrome to the doctor and they'll go, okay, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to give you this drug and this procedure and blah, 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 blah. But when do they ever sit down and go, so obviously it's stress that's caused this now let's talk about your lifestyle let's talk about you know how you deal with it what things we can do to put in place in your life so that you can and it's the same with pretty much any um disease in our bodies it comes from this root um you know these root beliefs that we've been brought up with uh the you know the conditioning the programmings and the all the various traumas and so on that we that we pick up through our lives and they're not dealt with with by western medicine and um mm -hmm. you know i i love you know and and the, the ridiculous thing is that some of the best and most effective medicines that are used now that are claimed by the western like take penicillin for example made from mold 
you know, it's from fungi, it's mm-hmm. from it's natural. Like how many times have I stung myself on a nettle and then picked up a dock leaf and rubbed it on and go, okay, and now it's better. You know, I this this beautiful world that we live in, there is something mm-hmm. to heal everything. It's there. We just forgotten about it. We don't pay attention to it. And we're so disconnected to it, right? So we trust technology over what mother nature has. And so when I talk to people all the time, they'll say, I have this thing. And I'll say nine times out of 10, there's a weed growing in your yard. That's going to address that issue. Right. But we're taught the weeds are bad, spray them with chemicals. Right. But you're actually killing yourself as you use the chemicals as much as you're killing mother earth. And what people don't understand, and you, you talked about this, right. is like, we need mother earth to survive. And she was here before us and she will be here after us. Right. And so she is resilient. She does not go into a guilt or shame spiral. Like she takes what comes, she deals with it and she moves on like this. She does not ruminate. She does not dwell on it. Like, and so that's also why I bring in mother nature into my purse for an example. What is she doing right now? Right. So with women, when you cycle every month, most women cycle at the new moon. Some cycle at the full moon. I switch because my body likes to keep it interesting. Right. But (laughs) we're mostly water. We're like 99% water. So we, we are feel that pull to the moon. And if you talk to people who work in ERs, they'll tell you at the full moon, people are crazy because everything is heightened. Your emotions are heightened. The energy in your body is heightened. The water is heightened in your body and you're feeling that pull, that magnetic pull. Yeah. And so like there is, so when you're outside, if you're by water or if you're in the woods or the mountains, you feel better. Because you're wired to to work with that, to commune with that energy. You don't feel good when you've been on the computer for 8, 9, 10, 11 hours. You know why? Because it's artificial frequencies that are, are constantly radiating you and depleting your energy, depleting your resourcing, injuring you, creating disease, creating imbalance, creating stuck energy. So it's just like piling on, right? It's just this it's never ending piling on in modern day society. And the body was not designed to deal with everything we have to contend with. The amount of toxins, the artificial EMFs, the pollution, you know, they're, just name it. Like the body is designed to handle a certain amount. And when you reach that amount, the body gives you messages and the messages grow louder. But we're taught to ignore those messages. We keep pushing them down, right? We don't feel our feelings. We don't feel the sensations. And it just creates more stuck energy, which leads to disease. I mean, this is why people are so sick. Yeah. And because there's this whole idea that being disconnected is a good thing, but it's not. No, I mean, this is, you know, this is the main reason why I teach the chakras. You know, yoga was my first thing because I I just love how it connects you with your body and allows you to start that conversation. And then when you add in the chakras to that, you begin to understand, you know, what mess, what those messages might mean, you know, so sort of like you're learning Mm -hmm. the language of your body when you understand which bits of you are are speaking to you, if you like. Where you come in is once you've kind of understood that, um, that message and you've gone, okay, there's something, you know, I've, I've been really emotional stuck and I've been stuffing all my emotions down and now I've got mm-hmm. pelvis you know something wrong with my hips pelvis that whatever and then you know it, that all of that information that you have oh my goodness sorry my son's just called me <laughs> typical um all of that information comes into uh to to somebody like you who can then go right now we now we're cooking now we can get get moving mm-hmm. but there are so many people out there and, and to be honest you know I don't none of them sadly are probably listening to my podcast but you know the people out there who really need, need to listen are the ones who go you know I, I I know somebody who you know whenever it's whenever you get a cold they're like well go to the doctor I'm like were well, you crazy I've got a cold they're just gonna turn me away they don't just gonna think I'm an absolute idiot there are people out there who still feel that that's the only way give me a pill give me a pill you know and yeah because they're so disconnected right and we're, and like you said earlier we're taught to be disconnected we're taught to give away our power we're taught not to trust ourselves and that is why we live in an epidemic of anxiety depression mood disorders 
chronic disease, chronic illness, chronic pain, because people are always constantly disconnected from themselves, disconnected from mother nature, disconnected from the whole body as a whole. Right. So like, you know, I practiced yoga for years. I was still disconnected spiritually. I just did it to stay in shape. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, as I went through this journey, spirit was the last aspect for me because I did not grow up religious. I did not grow up, you know, having a spiritual connection. So I couldn't understand that. Right. That spirit section to to slot in last, because it's like you're building, you know, you've got to get your body sorted. Yes. You've got to get your mind in gear. You've got to get the soul kind of online. And then the spirit comes at the top. You know, it's that last bit of the, of the block chain if you like it's uh yeah yeah because it's something you can't see right and so people again you're taught if you can't see it you don't believe it it's not real and so for me the way that I was able to connect with that was when I was studying energy medicine more after plant medicine right because plant medicine did not fix everything I was still kind of doing it just in my mind right and I was trying to be logical about it and healing is not logical it's hard and it's not not easy and it's filled with lots of ups and downs and if you try to go about it logically you will not get better like you will just stay stuck because you'll just be in your mind the whole time and so by studying energy medicine I begin to understand that even though I don't see something doesn't mean it doesn't exist right so everything is energy the desk you and I are sitting at or standing at you know the floor the walls everything is energy it's just we're not taught any of this but as Einstein says, you can't destroy it or create it, but you can change it. So I understood now, like I could do these exercises, I could do these techniques, I could understand the energy that existed in mother nature and see that things were growing that I did not create. And I could feel a difference. I could experience something different. And also for me, it took like surrendering to something bigger than me because it was too much for me. I tried to do it all by myself the whole time and it was really overwhelming and it was much harder than it needed to be because I had a trouble trusting someone to hold space for me. Mm-hmm. And so when I finally trusted somebody to hold the space for me, you know, I was like 37, 38 years old. And that was the first time that I was like, oh, oh, someone can someone can meet me here, right? Like I could I could say I have this need and it could be met. That was a novel concept to me because I did not ever have that. And, and so the thing to realize though, and it's such a, uh, yeah. I like there's a lot of us, uh, you know, there's a lot of people trying to be, you know, on the spiritual development journey, trying to discover it all and they're reading and they're listening and they're doing the work and they meditate mm-hmm. and everything. But actually the power of joining energies with somebody else who knows this stuff, who understands what you're going through, who can, as you say, simply hold space for you. It, it's so immensely powerful. It really is yeah. because it's a joining of energy because like, why, you know, why wouldn't two persons energy be better than one in, in sorting out somebody, you know, in sorting yourself out. It's just basic. And that's the thing. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Like, so, but we're, again, it's another thing we're not taught, right? So it's something we have to learn on our own and not everybody learns that. So by me doing these interviews, I'm trying to let more people know, hey, like this exists. This is okay. Just because it's different and you weren't taught it doesn't make it, it's wrong. It could very much work for you. And to have that where 
you feel safe and supported, you feel like you're being seen, heard and believed like that's huge. That's huge. And that's what I offer, you know, people I work with is, hey, I see this. I know how much it sucks. I hear your concerns and I believe what you're telling me. And here's a suggestion to get you moving. Right. So I'm all about like taking small steps because it one small steps do not overwhelm the system because the body will sabotage you if you try to make too big of a step because it thinks you're going to die like oh my god we're going to die we're going to fall off the cliff don't do that right so it's about taking the small steps because it feels safer to the body but it also when you take the small step and it and it works Hmm. it like gives you a little bit of encouragement right and so you could celebrate that small win like hey i i changed this aspect and it worked and nothing bad happened right like something good actually happened. And so then it propels you along to keep taking those small steps and knowing that you're being supported on the journey. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, small steps are everything. You know, I was just talking to a student today and, um, you know, I was just giving her like tiny little things, just like remember to breathe, remember to smile, remember to say an affirmation every morning. Like just start with that. And honestly, like just remembering like those in they're so doable, like you can do them before you even got out of bed. You know, mm-hmm. these things, just these small steps that they empower you. And when you have that sense of empowerment and you go, hey, I'm actually doing something for myself and hey, it's working. Then not only are you doing yourself good because you're doing the thing, but your self-esteem, your self-care, your self-love is also expanding and your joy and your confidence and your, your power is just also going to grow exponentially alongside all of that. And all of that is going to make the body vibration rise and everything starts going and you're feeling good. And yeah, it's, it's, um, it's magic to, to take just, a few little steps. You're so right. I love that. I love that you said that because it's it's absolutely yeah. It's spot on. It's how I love to work as well. Yeah. So listen, you go on. I was going to say you've got a website which is lovely, Mind, Body, Spirit, Breath, which is your. Yes, thank you. That's, yep, that's what I do. <laughs> so, like you, I combine breath work with Mother Nature with energy medicine techniques. And so it's an individual approach for each person, right? Cause like I said, everybody has different needs and they have, you know, different, different experiences that they've, they've had, but the, the whole point of it is to allow curiosity rather than judgment or expectation. Right. So like, we don't go into it with an agenda. I don't say like, we're going to tackle H five. Like this is not therapy. It's, it's allowing you to trust that it's safe to be in the body and it's allowing you to trust that the body is designed to heal. And so for each person that looks completely different, but it's me holding a safe space for you in whatever way you need to process. Right. So like some people like movement. So we'll introduce movement into breath. Some people might want to dance, right. It's getting the energy moving so that it can be released and it can be healed. So when we don't feel our sensations or our emotions, it becomes trapped in the body, which leads to disease and illness and imbalance and what have you. So when you're in that safe space and it's short durations to not overwhelm the system, right? Again, that small step process. So when you're in the body and you feel these things come up, I'm there to say, hey, I see this is happening. Let's, let's, you know, try to just breathe into it, right? Like what needs to come through? If you need to cry, if you need to yell, if you need to shake if you need to move like just connecting with what the body's calling for right and letting the mind rest because we're not supposed to have the mind go 24 7 but we do that so in our society right it's very common so it's a it's an opportunity to let the mind rest and it's for people who struggle with meditation because I was that person I couldn't meditate Mm -hmm. and it was really hard for me and I got down on myself breathwork is for people who can't meditate yeah that's how I explain it best route into (laughs) meditation ever it's the you know that's I mean even if I'm sitting in silence that's always my into you know I never just sit down and just like boom I'm in meditation I always have to breathe I always have to spend time focusing on the breath that is the gateway to the inner self to the inner soul to the spirit Mm -hmm. To your energy prana it's the force of you know it's pranayama that's the you know it's the life force it is life breath is life Every breath you take, delicious, precious, 
and um, very powerful. It's powerful work, breath work, and it's beyond important. Can you imagine if every child who at school, instead of being taught to, you know, sing the national anthem or sing hymns or whatever at the beginning, or or just listen to a whole load of admin, you know, notices at the beginning of class of the day, every they all sat down and just did ten minutes of breathing. Can you imagine how powerful that could be? Could you imagine how much less violence there would be, right? Because you would be addressing the issues at a young age, right? So kids would understand that they didn't have to react. They could they could sit with what was coming up, feel how uncomfortable it is, right? Because it may not be pretty, but we're taught to push it down. But when you sit and feel with it, it passes so much quicker than if you don't. Right. Like, and then you don't have the trauma building up. You don't have the energy blockages. You don't have the disease forming. Yeah. So, yeah, I say that all the time too. Like if these things were taught at an early age, our society would be a much healthier society in so many ways. Yeah. Yeah, it would. And um, I mean, it's interesting because well, out of my meditations that I've done on this podcast, I've done, I think I've just done a couple for kids because I'm, I'm not that sort of, I'm not, I'm not that comfortable it's not that I'm not comfortable with that I'm just um, and I've got to I've had two kids I should be comfortable talking to kids but I'm more used to the sort of adult teaching thing but honestly they're so so popular and I really want to challenge myself to go down that route to 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 talk you know access because they're obviously parents going right kids let's listen to this and we're just going to sit there and just go mm, feeling good today so yeah maybe that's my next project <laughs> I always keep saying that. that's a great idea yeah, no, it's powerful stuff, but they need to be institutionalized. Let's let's chuck out some of the other old institutions and bring in a couple of new ones that are a little bit more nurturing and uh, healing. Because yeah, that'll be that'll be good. So um, people can reach you, Amy, at your website, which is mindbodyspiritbreath.com. Am I right? Yes. Dot com. Dot com. Mm-hmm. Yes an awesome website address i love Thank it you. um and i'm no, also i have the ebook too the ebook look at this the seven most important lessons i learned from my healing journey they can also check out you know what i talk about there and see what i needed to learn in order to move my journey along in a way that felt manageable but also i could see results happening uh there's a lot of nice resources on your website I went and had a good old scout around in it. And I was like, lots of links, lots of lovely links to meditations and books and your ebook and all sorts. So no, it's really well worth a a visit. And I'll put the, um, I'll put the link to that obviously in the show notes. Um, But I'll let you get on with your day now, Amy. But honestly, I I feel like we've given a lot. And, and I just, one last thing before we go if someone goes, this is the kind of this is the kind of healing that I'm after, but I'm not in New York or you know I'm in the UK or whatever, and I don't know. Do you work vir- do you work remotely? Yeah, okay. I do. I pretty much do all virtual. I yeah. do all virtual. But if someone is looking for somebody like you, you're you would call yourself a herbalist. But are all herbalists like you, or not necessarily? Um, I would. Say- say probably not we all kind of have an individual approach right and everyone's had different trainings my approach is more I'm going to send people to homeopathy because it is has no side effects with any medications where some herbs if you take them and you're on medications it can be an issue so Mm -hmm. for people who want to try something that is less of a risk you could look into homeopathy and that's something that I, I tend to send people there more than with the herbal formulations. I do have an Etsy shop that I'm launching that will have the herbal bombs that I make. But as far as when I work one-on-one people, I typically send them homeopathy because it's just, a, it's an easier approach. Like you yeah. can't mess it up. You can't, you can't take too much of it and it, there is no risk of it. So it's safe for pregnant women. It's safe for children. It's safe for anybody on medication. And so it's again, it's trusting that there's something different that may work for you, right? Like you get to choose what's best. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that's that's a really important and wonderful message is that there is always, there are always options. There are always, there's always another way of looking at, at a problem. You know, we, we have to sit that problem there and people just look at it from one direction, but actually you can walk all the way around it and see that there's so many different ways to... Oh, Amy, thank you for your time today. It's been a real pleasure and it's been a joy to talk to you today. It really has. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I really enjoyed my conversation with Amy and I hope that you've been inspired to think a little bit broader about your health and about how to approach your health and your family's health because there are always options and um, you know I know that since you're here you're probably already thinking about those options if if they're needed but um, yeah I, I really enjoyed my conversation with her and I hope that you forgive the fact that our internet connection wasn't fantastic so there was a few little glitches here and there um, but I've I've kind of because the conversation was flowing and I didn't want to stop her and say oh, I've missed that but I, I, I feel when I was in the moment I felt like the conversation could kind of you know you could knit it together so fingers crossed um, so her website is bodymindspiritbreath.com which is such a beautiful um, website to own. <laughs> Lucky her. And um, yeah, so go and check her out. There's so many good free resources there. So you can really, you know, delve deep into her world and find out all of her sources and so on. Um, you know, you can tell that she's done so much research. You know, she was a medical researcher, so she's good at this stuff. So if this is a, f a field that you're interested in, then, yeah, follow her lead. Go and have a look at her her um, references that she's got on her website, which is great, under free resources. And, of course, you can always find me at chakra-way.com. And, uh, yeah, stay in touch. And I'll see you next time. Bye now. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.